Today's episode is our application on confidence. We will outline what makes up confidence, how you get it, and finally, how you keep it. Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. Today, we will be jumping into confidence, talking about some application-based tips to help you get confidence and stay on top of it. Jason, how are you doing today? Awesome, man. You know, it's uh, we're, we're, we're halfway through the week. You know, we talked about on Monday that that was really the best day of the week, and we were putting goals together, and now you start to see some of those goals uh, really being successful. You know, they're, 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 they're coming out. So, um Wednesday Are you feeling confident on this Wednesday? Absolutely. I'm feeling confident. Now there's a difference and we'll get to that. There's a difference between confident and cockiness, but I do feel confident today on this Wednesday, Kev. Love it. What do you got for the listeners? All right. So I've got three things that I would like to just throw out there for our listeners. And, and hopefully this can be some practical applications that they can implement in their lives uh, in order to create that winning mindset. And let's start with number one. So on Monday, I talked about being positive and, and, and I feel like a confident person has more positivity than negativity in your life. And you've got to cut out some of that negativity. And that actually may be cutting out longtime friends who have no positive impact in your life. But going back to it, when you're consistently around negativity, that is almost an insurmountable weight that you just can't get off of your shoulders. No matter what you do or how you respond, the negativity almost always overshadows anything positive that you have going on. You have to try and distance yourself from these situations, and that may mean separating yourself from those long-time friends that, once again, have no positive impact on your life. So in summary there, you've got to be more positive. I'm a glass-half-full individual, Kevin. It's hard for me to look at the negative side sometimes, and that's I, I know that can be a fault of mine that, you know, I'm always looking at, at, at the positivity in the people and, you know, could they have really done this or could they have really said this? And, and I know as a leader that sometimes that, that bites me in the butt, but it's hard for me. I'm just generally a positive person. And let me throw it to you your way real quick. I mean, what's your thoughts on positivity before I go on to point number two here? Yeah, I have the same exact problem that you have. I'm probably overly optimistic in a lot of scenarios, and I just think generally things are going to work out. And I also, I also have the confidence that when things aren't working out, that I have the ability to fix or change them. And so when I encounter different things, I just tend to take the positive approach, the glass half full and go with the flow and say, this is going to work out. This is going to work out. And ultimately I, I do know in my mind because I'm self-confident that if it begins to start not working out and it's controllable, 
that I can adapt and fix and, and move forward in a different manner. And so I think that works for me, but I would also be arrogant if I didn't admit to at some level, maybe I'm a a tad overconfident at times. Well, and I think you look at some of the most successful people in life, you know, and, and we could throw out a hundred different names and I would, I would say that they tend to feel the same way. They probably think that anything that comes up in their life is something that they can handle and they can master and they can, you know, overcome. And, and sometimes that is confidence and other times it might just be cockiness, but one way or another, they are confident. And that is one of the root reasons why they are being successful. And of course the positivity plays a huge role in that. So number two for me is be silent. Confidence is silent. Insecurities are loud. I heard this a while back and I loved this because we are constantly in a room full of people who are bickering and fighting and everyone's got an opinion. And, you know, my thought is, are they really that educated? Do they really know everything in life? Or is this just a confidence issue? Like they want to come across smarter than the average bear when in reality, the person who's probably winning, okay, and and who's actually more confident in this issue is the person who's just sitting there listening and being silent most people who are louder than everyone else are trying to portray an image that isn't real. Sometimes this actually becomes cockiness, like we've mentioned, rather than confidence. You know, I played hockey for a long time in sports in general, and I remember playing against people who were constantly running their mouths. They were shit talkers. They were trying to portray an image of being unbeatable. And I remember them always saying things to me, you know, whether it was off the ice, on the ice. And I almost never responded. And if I did, the only thing I would say back is, that's cool. I'll see you back out there on the ice. You know, I never felt like I needed to talk back as my actions on the ice was everything I needed to say. I had the confidence in my ability to play hockey and go out there and put on my best performance. That was me talking back, not my mouth. So most of the time when people run their mouths, they end up mostly being on the losing end of that. Yeah, number three for me is going to be take calculated risks. Confident people are never the ones sitting on the sidelines. They are the ones playing on the field. You have to put yourself out there to become uncomfortable in order to get comfortable. People who are confident are leading the way, but they didn't begin leading the way without failing first. If you are never willing to take risks and accept failure, you're never going to be able to achieve success and become more confident. Go out there and begin to take some calculated risks. If there's something you've been thinking about doing, but we're hesitant, try it. Don't be scared. Put yourself out there in order to be more confident down the road. Kev, what do you got, man? I also have a list of things to do for the listeners, Jason, to help build self-confidence. I've got a list of four things. The first one is stop comparing yourself to others. When we constantly compare ourselves to others, we waste precious energy focusing on other people's lives rather than our own. Um, These comparisons can often lead to resentment and resentment towards others leads to resentment towards ourselves you know, comparisons can deprive us of, of joy, uh, joy that we have doing the thing that we're comparing ourselves to. And, um, 
you know, like I said, it's just, that's about another person's life. And it really, in, in, in a lot of instances has no bearing on, on your own life. So, you know, it plays a huge, yourself. you know, it plays a huge factor in that, Kevin, What's social that? media. Absolutely. Right. You see these people that you grew up with and they're, you know, in a lot of instances, those aren't real, right? A lot of people are on social media portraying to be someone that isn't necessarily who they really are or how their life is really going. And so, so you're not even comparing yourself to a, to a reality in some instances there too, Jason. Yeah. Let me just share something that I think is really funny because I think probably any parent out there that has a kid or two or more might agree with what I'm about to say, but I do think this is quite comical. So it's no surprise. Once again, Kevin and I both have four kids and within our households, there's a lot of chaos that goes on. You know, I constantly say the chaos level is a 12 out of 10 here at our house. Okay. And for anybody who knows what that's like, it's just constantly running around and, you know, I've got four boys and they're just off the charts. They're, they're, they're fun. They're exciting. And we, we love them to death, but they're, it's a lot. And so for us to snap a picture where everyone's smiling, okay, is is oh, yeah. like trying to take a journey from base camp to the top of Mount Everest. Like it's it's <laughs> incredibly difficult. And my point to this is is that that one picture that took us 25 minutes and 1900 takes to get, we post on social media and then everyone's like, Oh my gosh, your family, your boys are so good. You know, how do they smile in every picture? And it's like, you have no idea. And nor do I about the other families that I see on social media and the perfect picture that their kids have with their family, how long and hard that took. But what do we, what do we do? We, we start comparing ourselves. Well, look at that family, man. They're, they're so awesome. Their kids are so well-behaved. And, and how do we know, you know, like you might think that my kids are tremendous and they, and they are, but we have a lot of moments of ups right. and downs and, and that's right. not portrayed on social media. So anyways, <laughs> I'll digress. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you're a hundred percent right. And, and so that's why I think it's so important. Right. And, and to develop confidence in yourself, it needs to be about you. It doesn't need to be about anyone else, whether or not someone else is happy and whether or not their kids are behaved or they're smiling in pictures. What does that have to do with you? Right. You have to make the changes in your life to get your kids to smile, to get your picture, right. To get the looking the way that you want to look. Right. Um, and that's on you and it's not on them. And so to me, that's where building self-confidence starts. The second thing on my list is treat yourself with respect. We discussed this in coaching yourself last week. The relationship that you have with yourself is so important to creating a winning mindset. Love yourself. Treat yourself with respect. That negative internal thought process is so limiting. And if if you can start internalizing positivity, that will lead to confidence. Number three is another thing that we mentioned, I feel like every Wednesday, track your progress. In so many of these application episodes, we're we're finding this is going on, right? Don't internalize the process to leave yourself in weeks wondering what happened or trying to remember how you did. Track it. Write it down. Are you having negative thoughts? 
on a Tuesday, write it down. Are you having positive thoughts? Write it down. Go back to it at the end of the week, at the end of the month. How many days did I really feel confident? And lastly, number four, my tip on how to build self-confidence, do things that you enjoy. I've mentioned this before as well. It is easy to get good at something that you like to do. It's hard to even become mediocre at something that you don't really love to do. And when you're good at something, it is easy to become confident in it. So pick up a hobby, doing something you really love. It's going to be really easy to get good at it. And once you're really good at it, the confidence will come. And even though it's a hobby, that confidence will erode into the other things of your life. You will post that onto social media and other people will start comparing themselves to what you posted on social media because they're like, oh, you're so good at this thing. And in your mind, you'll be like, oh, it's so easy to be good at it because I really enjoy doing it. So number four, do things that you enjoy. That's what I've got, Jason. Great points, Kevin. And, uh, you know, hopefully everyone is getting some some tips and cues and, you know, maybe using some of the things that we're putting out there on Wednesday in our practical applications episodes. Uh, once again, we'd love to thank everyone who, who has tuned in uh, to the first four weeks of this podcast. It's truly been amazing. Kevin and I are having so much fun. We're learning uh, individually together, and hopefully everyone else is uh, taking something out of this too as well. So we want to thank you all for tuning in to part two of our confidence episode. We will see you back and better than ever on Friday for our interview with another incredible guest. Stay tuned, guys. Continue to reach out to us on social media. Hit us up on Twitter at 10 to win pod. That's again at 10 to win pod. Remember, if you're impacting or influencing just one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday. So be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah. Yeah.